With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The best late night conservative talk show in America. Black Kids Radio. And listen, there are no people better on the air to give you the best in conservative talk than Sackhead Sean and Sackhead Clint. Uh, and uh, we're working on the immigration papers for a certain other guy who happens to work there, too. <laughs> for those who are tuning in around the world to the best and late-night conservative talk, Tac is Radio. Tac 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 Dude. Tac 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 Dude. Radio. Tac 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 Dude. Tac 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 Dude. Radio. Oh, it's time for the Sackheads Radio Show. That's what time it is, Underground Professor. You know, I like being Lord. here. It's not past my bedtime. It's not for once. <laughs> How are you, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Sackheads Radio Show. We are live from Freedom Fest. Underground Professor is still hanging out with us. Bloviating Zeppelin's hanging out with us. Sackhead Clint is here. Hello. Everybody's here. Hello. <laughs> the wait. penguin on the telly's exploded. <laughs> That's... We haven't even started drinking yet. And more importantly... <laughs> you just you have me here with a fake microphone. There you go. I'm sorry. I apologize. We're, uh, wait, wait a minute. What's in that? I want some of that apple juice. Well, yeah, drinking. that's apple juice, isn't it? <laughs> Would you like some? Not yeah. out of that glass, thank you. I, would you, would that's, you like some out of another one? That's like trans. I'll wait a little. That's Jameson sounds like transgendered uh, whiskey, right? You could be a male or a female. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that was me. <laughs> My bad. We're just trying to wake up, you know, get everything rolling here. I'm just logging into chat at shrmedia.com. So, what did you guys chat. have for dinner? Prime rib. Did you really? Where'd you find the prime rib? There was a special. I think it goes till ten o'clock. Right downstairs, thirteen bucks. What? Yeah. Me and Ken went to that buffet, and it was like twenty-two dollars. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. We we hit that. Yeah, but the and the, they gave us twenty percent off. Yeah, they gave us the old man discount because <laughs> I complained about the price. But the bad news is they hung up Ken's picture, and and it's got a red line and a circle over it. And, uh, so. I don't know what that means, but yes. <laughs> Too bad he's not here to defend himself. Well, no, nor will he be. We are live from Freedom Fest in Las Vegas, Nevada, coming to you from Planet Hollywood. This is the Sackheads Radio Show, a special edition. We have a lot to talk about this week. Um, outside, what? Oh, wait, I should probably turn you on, huh? Yeah, yeah. T- turn Socko's uh, microphone on. Yeah, how's that, Clint? I mean, Clint. Oh, wait, are you there? Is this, I'm here. There you are. There I am. No, now I get everyone, I think. No, just turn go. them all I'm, on. Yeah, I'm on. All right, quit messing around with his no, microphone no, and pour no, me no. a drink. Sean, just yeah. turn me on. <laughs> I'm being ordered to serve drinks. Just, just that, turn me on, Sean. Stewardess. <laughs> Stewardess. Turn um, me on, dead man. 
<laughs> well, I haven't sipped out of this yet, so I'll just start handing them out. Yes. Really? And we're enjoying that a nice Jameson glass and ginger. Jameson and ginger. Okay. I will. Jameson let me get the professor. Wait a minute. Do you have one? I'm going to get more. You, the okay. professor is not right. going to be with us much longer. Hang I mean, on. Age-wise. Oh, Jesus. So I just want to make sure that he gets it out of the way. I'm expecting someone to bring up my walker any minute. So I can, so I can go. He's a Texas that's ranger. Called a, that's called a rascal. Yeah, that's rascal. not a walker. That's right. yeah. A freedom. That's not freedom a walker. Yeah, freedom walker. Kick that walker out from underneath him and he's not crap. Nope, not at all. So uh, It was actually at Walmart the other day and someone came up and took my arm. And I looked down, and they were saying, do you need some assistance, sir? <laughs> I was like, what the, what the hell? <laughs> You're like, it depends, sweetheart. Um, what are you offering? No, I, <laughs> uh, uh, Professor, it's obviously not your first time at Freedom Fest. You've been here before. Um, Mark, bloviatingzeppelin.net. Um, this is your first roundabout with uh, uh, Freedom Fest. What do you think so far, sir? It's a whole lot of fun. And it's a whole lot of fun getting to know it through you guys and kind of seeing it through your eyes and get to know all the people that are on your network. I mean, everybody here, everything that I'm, that I'm encountering here, this is all new to me. Right. And, and it's, a, it's a great place. I'm really enjoying you two guys, and, and thank, you, thank you for uh, taking me under your wing. Oh, this so to is, speak. This and, is just the beginning. And thank you for the Jamesons. <laughs> Our pleasure. Is that single malt? Just Jameson. I'm not allowed to drink uh, blended whiskey. It's, it's an Irish. I'm it's a, an Irish whiskey. I, I'm Scottish. I think this is. You guys are racist. Well, that yeah. you know what you nailed it. <laughs> um, we well, everybody knows that Sean is the blatant bigot. So, <laughs> sure. well, Wait, I like so. that alliteration. Blatant bigot. You gotta like that. <laughs> so, you know, we don't know how long tonight's going to go for. We do like to do kind of a wrap up of the day here every single night at the Sackheads when we come out to Freedom Fest. Um, obviously, Mark has been helping us tremendously. Uh, we're trying to push him into getting a show. He's you almost got, like one of us. <laughs> it, it's yeah. it, he fits right into the group. It's I'll tell you crazy. what. You guys had people coming here one after another, after another, after another. We're kind of a big you, deal here you at Freedom Fest, just uh, so you know. Yeah, well, they're changing the name the next year, Mark, to to SHR Fest. <laughs> it, it, no, I'm okay with that. <laughs> you had uh, I'd, I'd hazard at least uh, fifteen people. On, on your interviews today? Well, just, which just is, today. Which just is today. larger than our audience. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it's larger than your audience. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's why you have the That's a royal we. That's, that's a royal we. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, a, it's absolutely true. We have 16 listeners. <laughs> oh, show off. <laughs> oh, man. So that's why I try to be nebulous by saying tens of listeners. I, that, that's 10, 20, 30. It's all the same. Right. I, I do have to throw a shout out to uh, our good friend, Ken McClinton, who we always joke about. Who? And, and rightfully so. Kitten. Kitten. Kitten, Kitten McClinton. Ken, Ken yeah. Clinton? Kitten. Kitten McClinton. Kitten. He was selected okay. this evening um, to be on a panel by Dr. Mark Skousing, who is the yep. chairman of all of this. Uh, Freedom Fest. He's the one who puts it together. The Skousen family do an excellent job here. And, of course, everyone who works for them is great. And because of Ken is who he was, um, the only one of the only black guys here, they are... It was an affirmative <laughs> yeah, action I, thing, I, yes. It was affirmative action. Um, 
he uh, was selected to be on a panel, um, which he's at right now. So we're hoping he joins us later and tells us how that went. Uh, he was also on um, a, a local Pennsylvania news station, a Virginia news station. Charlotte, um, Charlotte earlier. wasn't it? Uh, no, Virginia. Virginia. It was Virginia, yep. Oh, they all look alike up there. They all look alike <laughs> up there, yep. Charlotte, Virginia, whatever. Yankees. Uh, so, and really, once again, the best part about being here is how many ideas there are to restore liberty and maintain liberty yeah. um, it, by and large. Um, you know, we talked about last night the libertarians and the difference between them and a lot of the conservative Republicans. It really comes down to, for a lot of them, religion and not is what it seems to be. You've noticed um, that? Yeah. I thought it was me because I thought I'm being a little sensitive, but there's a lot of people walking around talking about how they can make the case that Christianity and Islam, don't that they're not real. Right. And, and like, Wow. Yeah, well, they're 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 real. It's just, but that this is the, the religion. The religious issue is really where the uh, the far right and the libertarian movement kind of part ways. Um, and we were we were talking about this earlier with Matt and I, um, and and really talking about how if you ha- if that if that issue were a sidebar, uh, and and you just talked about from a standpoint of, of policy, uh, and not not policy in terms of you know I'm talking policy in terms of religious liberty in terms of of uh, you know conservative values not associated with religion so like fiscal conservatives and those sorts of things there's really a lot of common ground in in, in those movements yeah. where they really start to diverge is those is that that hard christianity um the, the far right in that realm because yep. you have you know well well gay marriage is wrong for everybody and so that's the imposition of will that that group wants to force through law or whatnot and then you have the libertarian movements that says well hey that's not for you to decide i mean i think really that's where you get that that yeah that division yes ken brought this up while we were eating in the buffet and 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 wait he was able to talk while he was at a buffet that's (laughs) impressive well what i did was i had a fork and i just grabbed whatever fell out that was only after the fourth (laughs) plate but yeah um, well he got there (laughs) but he he was talking about how they they talk about if we just got rid of the morality, just talk about taxes and stuff, then the libertarians could support us. But the thing is, as Ken brought up, is well, where do the taxes go? They pay for things like abortion, and so how do you take the morality out of that? And I think that's an interesting question. That you know, what do you guys think about that? Well, you know, and it's one of those things too. I I said if that's our only really big divide. And there's a couple things we disagree on, but I think that's the biggest divide between so-called Republicans and conservatives and libertarians. I can't see much else that's bigger. Right. Um, it's it's yeah, it's the it's the it's the gay it's the gay marriage issue. Yep. It's the uh, it, it's it's the abortion issue. Um, and and really that's it because even the most libertarians uh, hey, it's your individual right to exercise whatever religion you want. I mean, that's kind of the, the libertarian thing. Where is that they, enough for another where, party? No. <laughs> well, you know what? It, it depends. Yeah, because there are people that are sick of the Republican Party because the way the Republicans have kind of shunned them because they think they're always going to be there to vote. Right. And there's a reason why. Yeah, there's a reason why the the religious the religious uh, spectrum of, of the Republican Party will always vote Republican is because the they're sure as hell aren't going to go Democrat. They're sure as hell not going to go socialist. And the Libertarian Party says, "Well, you do what you want." Yeah. Um, and and a lot, there is that movement with the religious right that says, "Well, no, don't do what you want because it's morally wrong." And so then you get into that argument. Right? The libertarian view is, "Well, 
it's 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 morally wrong to you but if i'm exercising my individual god-given rights then that's between me and god or me and my god or me and whatever i believe and not, and not for just you right to sins too yeah. right <laughs> yeah. but but exactly but but everybody's a sinner right, right. If, if you're if you're a christian there was only one perfect person everybody's a sinner and what makes one sin worse than another in God's eyes, they're all abomination, right? right? So, if one person's sin is sin, if that's the point, the word they want to use is homosexuality, and, and then somebody on the far right, if their sin is lying or lust or whatever it is, one sin's not worth an, uh, is not worse than another in the eyes exactly. of the Lord. So, what's the problem? And this is why government shouldn't be involved in that. Exactly. At all. See, that's, that's at right. all. At all. At any level. Yes. This yeah. is, but go to church if but, you want that. But yeah. that's the libertarian point of view, and that's really where they decide, because the Christians say, well, homosexuality is an abomination, without the context of, well, all sin is, really. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I'd be okay with it if that's what I thought it was, mm-hmm. but they, they seem to go even further, and that they're becoming like anti-Christian. Uh, as the pendulum swinging, you know, and, and I could be overly sensitive about it, but that's how I think. I, oh my I, God, Sean's taking a selfie. I say a, lo- <laughs> a lot of that with regard to leftists. Drinks up, drinks up. everyone drinks up. Drinks. Up. drinks. Yes, there this we is go. good radio. <laughs> We're all holding our drinks up in the air. Yeah. Oh, hang on, do it again. Uh, one more time. Oh, Unamas. Hi, Dozo. Hey, everybody. Konnichiwa. And we're back from commercial. <laughs> this that portion of the program is brought to you by Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the things on the left I, I, I see as sort of a triumvirate. Things went from tolerance to acceptance to advocacy. And if you're not an advocate for everything on the left, you're evil. And, it, and I think, Mark, one step further. Now forced acceptance force by the other side yeah advocacy under excuse me we're talking here (laughs) that's true oh hold on you want to not be talking (laughs) i can can make that happen some people are so rude mark i know and sensitive very sensitive i haven't got a word in in the last two hours (laughs) (laughs) you're so shy (laughs) and humble but, Don't but that's the yeah. problem, too, uh, that we've <clears throat> dealt with in this country. It seems like the further we say, hey, we as a party or even we as a people or we as a church don't like this one thing because it goes against our religious values, then all of a sudden it seems like that's the motivation for a lot of these groups to start coming out and being like, well, now we have to go out through all that shit. You know, like, it doesn't matter. We have to attack it at the core base and tear it down. <clears throat> And it becomes the point when one person's freedoms begin to impede onto another. And it brings up right. a, a legal argument at that point. Because well, we know, based on the Constitution, that no one's freedoms are as far as to be able to trample on right. one another. You're not you're, talking you're, freedoms. You're, if you're, you're liberty ends, liberty, sorry. Your, your liberty ends when right. the liberty of somebody else yeah, is affected. Exactly. But if you're not an advocate for each and every bullet point of them you must be squashed yeah. well and that's the funny part because even on this show we get flack and we've said time and again i don't care what anyone does in their house it's that's it's none of my, my business, business. Yeah. right just don't put uh, it in my face but that's the libertarian right, right. and right. you know we come out we have the argument all the time that uh, if you're religious you know you kind of go the only god will judge route if he deems it a sin then you have answering to do on the other side um but i don't understand and one of the things that we've seen here 
um, that we don't get with the uh, left on a lot of things. And, you know, there's not a ton of differences, like I said, between libertarians and conservatives. But here they'll have a conversation with you. Oh, yeah. And they'll actually they'll engage discuss. politely. Yes. And yeah. that's the, that, that says to me right there that we have a lot more in common and we can... Yeah, I've not been called a homophobic, uh, racist, misogynist, or anything. And you're since all of those things, and, which, and you're, you're, you're which is kind of hurting my feelings. <laughs> like, you know, the other, the other, the other difference is, um, there, you know, there are a couple other differences that, I, that I've noticed. Some, some of which is there are some libertarians that believe in complete open borders. Yeah, um, I, I disagree. That I have libertarians on two very specific points, and I know where you're going. Uh, go ahead. You're going to open borders, yep. which to me basically means you're not a sovereign nation. Exactly. There is no sovereignty. Exactly. Yeah, you're and in the a world second government. one yep. begins with the letter D. Are you going there also? Go ahead. Drugs. Drugs. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Oh, yeah, I, I was going to say drudge, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you're absolutely right because, you know, in, in, in that in that realm it's a it's a victimless crime and um, unfortunately I I Disagree. I do. I disagree with that. You know, hey, well, if somebody, ask them this: if somebody wants to smoke a joint, you know, in their in their backyard, yeah. and there's no kids around and nobody else, it's not affecting yeah. anybody else. That's one thing. But if somebody wants to, well, it, but it isn't because. And here's here's my problem, Clint. I, and I'm sorry. For once, I actually am sorry. I stepped over you. But okay. <laughs> but the thing is, do you want your airline pilot doing a doobie? No, you know, no, or your or your no, position. See, so no, now, if we're going to legalize this, but then only no, no, certain but this people is, can this have is, it. Legal. This is why I said no. I disagree with that. That's why I said if you're in your own backyard, there's no kids, there's nobody else affected. Airline pilot, uh, airline pilot, yeah. you're you're going to be affected by that, right? For for several reasons, because you and, have a 24 hour yeah. period where that's going to affect you because yeah. of the carboxy and hydroxy THC, or more. Some of which are going to some of which you're going to feel the effects of. Some yeah. you don't. But either way, it causes that divided. And there's a cumulative stupidity that comes it, from it, too. A, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So in those cases, you know, that's where you can start so having similar DUI laws. That's where I think the libertarians miss their mark. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't occur in I, a vacuum. I agree. The that's consumption of drugs doesn't occur in a vacuum. Correct. There are consequences mm-hmm. to doing those that things. That affect other people. Do you want a firefighter showing up at your house on heroin? That wouldn't matter because really, what are they going to do, burn the tri-tip? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Well, the good part is they may not be able to get yes. out of the chair. I, but, I would know, like to get an honest it, opinion about firefighters from you guys. No. <laughs> even, even mall firefighters. Those are my favorites. <laughs> I like the ones with the little trucks that you put the quarters in. Sure. And you bounce up and down for a little bit. And I actually feel like I do more work. Well, my house is safe because I got that plastic dog with the yellow fireman hat and the, <laughs> and the little hose. Nice. <laughs> hey, look who's back. Over the exceptional right one. Yeah. So did global warming win? Uh, actually, there is a, it was a hung jury. It was. Oh, so it's a black guy talking about being hung again. That just always intimidates Jesus. me. Yeah, uh, Loretta yeah. Lynch was present. It all goes <laughs> together. Yeah. Uh, it was a hung jury. Yeah. Uh, six people voted guilty. Six people voted not guilty. I voted guilty. Uh, now tell me what happened. What were you voting on, and, and so what was your what what did what, you sit? And how was it? How lucky and nice was it to actually be able to vote somebody else guilty? You know, I've been waiting. Yeah. Was that nullification on your part? I've been waiting 32 years to vote someone guilty. I, I wear a suit every time the jury is called, in which I can participate. No, she I had have your a OJ suit. suit on. That's right. It is the OJ suit that I had. And, and, and the prosecution never picks me. Defense never picks me. And all they ever say to you is, no, sir, sir, you're sitting in the wrong booth. That's for jurors. <laughs> <laughs> you, c- come in and clean up after the jury. 
Oh God! You know, uh, it was a, it was a very good discussion, good. Uh, and I learned uh, from the defense that was uh, protecting the climate uh, control uh, individuals uh, that the glaciers are going to melt and we're all going to drown. Okay, how did it get hung? How can there honestly be six people who think that this is... There are six libertarians here who were traitors and treasonous to America. Well, we will find them, we will identify them, and they will be brought to justice. Well, what was the basis for the panel? You sat on a panel, and what was it about? Was it what? What was your panel about? What were you doing sitting on that panel? In other words... I, I, can't, I can't hear your question, sir. He, he wants to know I, if you were on the panel because of affirmative action. Here. <laughs> now, Kent, Ken, he wants to know what you were actually doing in there. What was the panel about? What was the premise? Well, actually, actually, I was sweeping up behind there, <laughs> and they said, hey, we need a Negro. And so I said, I, I happen to be a Negro. <laughs> well, I, th- I think you falsely represented yourself because yeah, no Washington, D.C. has declared you not black enough. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say black. So I said was, Negro. It was, a tri- it was essentially a mock trial. It was a mock trial warming. of global warming. And you had, obviously, 12 jurors, and each side presented a case, the pro-global warming and the uh, reality and um, <laughs> I kid. Those I actually kid. make it to Mensa. I kid. <laughs> yeah. Sean can say that because we had a global warming debate of our own out here. Yes, yeah, we absolutely. Yes, did. This, so. this guy literally dropped in and threw a card at me and sliced my carotid <laughs> and a book at me. It was brutal. It was a rough couple hours while you were gone, Ken. Wow. Um, so. But the audience ratings went up. <laughs> Way through the roof. Apparently dying is a, is a real uh, Mary, audience I grabber. Think that, you know what? I think that Negro's back on. We're going to have to turn the channel. I just, I just noticed something. We yes. had a lo- so many people standing around in front of us until yes. Ken showed up. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then, and, then, and then Ken shows up. The only black guy at Freedom Fest. And all you heard was, grab your purses. And, <laughs> and, Where the white women at? Where the yeah. white women? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe with the presentation of the case, and, and maybe that's why the judi- judici- judicial reform must take place in America. With the presentation of the fairy tale by the global warmest that all the polar caps are going to melt and we're all going to be under 450 feet of water, uh, it, which is why we all have to have flood insurance now. Yeah, <laughs> government insured. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I, what are you guys smoking? Because well, it, it shouldn't be sold on the street. I live at Nellis Air Force Base. Right. Yeah. I'm in the desert. <laughs> yeah, that's under seawater. Yeah, I live in Vail, Colorado. Let me, uh, let me ask you a question, Ken. You going to ask me something? Yes. Uh, oh, okay. was, and I have a question afterwards. Or okay. topic. Was the side defending global warming legitimate or were they just pretending to no they they had scientists from mit and uh some other institution come in i I believe it was uh yeah the university of nevada las vegas uh who prescribed to the fairy tale of global warming uh, by human created global warming which is Uh, anthropogenic is it not isn't it i think that's the correct word (laughs) anti Photosynthesis. That's what I heard. Anthropogenic. That's like trying to set the contrast when Ken and I are on a camera together. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, when we talk about when we talk about global warming, you know, you go back. What was it? The late seventies when Time and Newsweek were coming out saying we're going into the ice age. Oh, we hit that. uh, Did we not, Professor? And then all of a sudden, 
Well, this is the cleanup crew. You got to give them credit. <laughs> yeah, right. All of a sudden, fifteen you know fifteen years later, the global warming it started with the ozone was going away because you don't we, use hairspray. Don't use hairspray. Oh, right. And, and, and look at me. Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This is what happens. Still use Aquanet. And, and you know, and then uh, we see now more and more NASA satellites are showing that the ice uh, pack is in fact growing in the North Pole and the South Pole. All you have to do is watch Deadliest Catch to know that. Exactly. Come on, exactly. that's right. the easiest way Thank to do you. it. Which, uh, no truth, but that to, was my wife. Right. <laughs> Deadliest Catch. But talk so, to Sig Hansen for Christ's sake. But so you you have that going on. Scientists keep throwing out so-called scientists keep throwing out all these facts because government. Is giving him money to say that a lot of these places, either the, a university what did you or whatever, do, sir? they're paying these people what? to have these studies. So of course they're going to get the response. I, I equate it to some of our illnesses. It's amazing how when funding starts going away from certain illnesses, how the cure miraculously yeah, shows up. It's all up. about grants. It's all um, about money. It, 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 uh, why can't we vote away? Um, global you global warming. My speech. We voted away homosexuality. Show? <laughs> from APA. Those were scientists who did that. Well, Why can't we just vote away? I, but we, I'm voting in favor of getting rid of global warming today. How many people in favor right. of that? I anxiously right. look oh, for, the polar for Sean's next syllable. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, like talking to somebody. Uh, 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 uh. Well, when, you, when you're trying to talk with five different people, it's not always easy. Yeah, If you wanted to talk, you should have been on your show. Yeah, no, notice, notice I'm just sitting saying. here drinking yeah. and just listening. I know. I know. So... But you have all these scientists. Meanwhile, when we go back to sciences that have so-called been around for you know 100 years or, or less, they're always updating and changing, saying, oh, we got new information, we got this new information, we got that. I, I always use the eggs as the analogy. Remember, or for years you were told to eat eggs, raw eggs. syndrome. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you couldn't eat the yolk, and then you could only eat the whites. And then there was some yolk you could Racist. eat. Racist. You know, well, I try and, not to eat the whites. And at some point you have to ask yourself... If we know so damn much, and if science is so 100% perfect, why do we keep changing eggs? And that's a simple one. Um, you look at the history of the Earth. We've been through a, heat, uh, a global warming thing where the Earth naturally is heated up and killed dinosaurs after a meteor, um, if you want to have that argument. Or well, the guns. truth is smoking killed dinosaurs. Uh, well, yeah. it, they did have a two-pack-a-day yeah. habit, and that was just the T-Rexes. But then you, on the other side of it, you also had ice ages after the dinosaurs had left the Earth. I want my so reports. how can anybody, and I still say, how can anyone definitively say Ma'am, that they that are 100% down. right? Ma'am, belong to you. And Step away from the book. <laughs> We're going to call security. No, this is serious. So Sean, Sean's making a point. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not serious because Ken's on my show now. Well, so that you know, as long as Ken, when Ken gets to the microphone, nothing's serious anymore. It's all just la da 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 da. What are they going to do? Kick me off? Then it's a racist thing, you know. Like <laughs> he knows he has me, so I'm not going to say anything. That's right. We we need him for the ratings. We, for the token ratings. <laughs> That's actually his nickname. We just call him ratings around the office. For the um, two black people who are but, listening, thank you. <laughs> but you have to ask yourself. If all of these other studies, uh, medicine, food, whatever else they're studying keeps changing with the so-called perfect science, what makes you th- – I've said time and again, I think the earth just goes through cycles 
naturally. Of course it does. Well, I mean, not just night and day and then the four oh. seasons. I, oh. I just mean that we go through these prolonged cycles of heating up and cooling down, heating up and cooling down. I, I've said time and again, I think the Earth and Mother Nature is much smarter than we can ever give it credit for. And it does a damn good job of cleaning out certain things when it needs to clean that area all by its lonesome. And does, I mean, forest fires. I always say, you know, we put out forest fires, and I know it's horrible that some people lose lives, but, you know, forest fires actually are good for the forest. If you ask a lot of scientists, it creates regrowth. It gets rid of all the junk on the floor and allows new plants to come up. And uh, uh, the ash actually act, helps the yes. growth as and, well. And so does logging. So, and you know, removing we talk dead about, trees. Oh, we have to put out these fires when fall. they're in the middle of nowhere. And we spend billions of dollars a year putting out these fires. Meanwhile, the Earth has had fires well before we had firefighting equipment. You know like, what? You know what? Perhaps that's a conspiracy on the far right. <laughs> Perhaps they put the fires out because they believe the Earth is going to be destroyed by fire by an act of God. And they're trying to defy God. So maybe I revise that. Maybe it's not the Christians or the far right who's doing it. Maybe it's the atheists because they don't want God to exist. That's a very, very good point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, I didn't. I didn't think that all the way through, and I'm glad yeah, you were here no, to help you, me. No, you didn't, and I'm, I am, I'm here to help you, Sean. This portion of the program has been brought to you by Jameson, Jameson. Jameson that we purchased. Um, <laughs> we're going to take a break. Well, four people have glass. When we come back, know. you can't whisper because not all of us can hear. Ken. You see, it's good. Ken's here because he can't drink in front of us. But if there was if it was no other Baptist around, he, he would be Man, with I'd us. He'd be on that gallon. Yeah, he'd be all over that. He'd have 40. a straw in that bottle. <laughs> we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right here on the Sackets Radio Show, live from Freedom Fest 2016. Now this is good clean fun. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reverb Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reverb.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. Hello, I'm Matt, a student at Hillsdale College. Here is Hillsdale President Larry Arn on the continuing relevance of the Constitution. Many argue today that the Constitution is outdated because it addresses problems peculiar to the 18th century. Some parts of the Constitution do read rather quaintly. Consider the injunction against titles of nobility in Article 1, Section 9 of the Constitution. But is that so outdated? The purpose of the injunction is to prevent the government granting special privileges to some for partisan reasons. This strikes at the heart of the rule of law. The crony capitalism so common today is a place where the government bestows favors and tax dollars on some businesses to give them a leg up over others. This is exactly the kind of thing the Constitution was meant to prohibit. The Constitution is not so outdated after all. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. To join the national conversation on the Constitution, go to constitutionminute.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, live rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the unpleasant blind guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians. We got a 
Bill Matt. A team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless and hope to the hopeless. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying Cavs is stupid, bro. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up drunk. drunk. Also starring Socko as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackheads Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on shrmedia.com. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch the Rebirth Common Sense Show, hosted by Jersey Joe, right here on shrmedia.com and hyphensdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else, so consider this your fair warning. Conservative media done right. And welcome back to Sackhead's Radio Show. I'm your host, Sackhead Clint, along with Sackhead Sean, um, other members of the SHR family, Bloviating Zeppelin, the Underground Professor, and of course, last but certainly not least, the exceptional one himself, uh, Kitten. I want to want to talk about we're live at Freedom Fest here at uh, Planet Hollywood, Las Vegas, Nevada, and it's been a tremendous time. But uh, we do have to uh, get get a little serious here on our show, uh, even though we are drinking Jam- Jameson uh, as we're broadcasting live. Um, there was a a deadly attack, a terror attack um, on Bastille Day uh, in in France, and um, horrible tragedy. Uh, but uh, a, a truck, a large white box truck. Um, ran through a crowd celebrating Bastille Day, uh, killing at least 80 people. Um, there are uh, 18 others who are seriously injured at this time. Um, several more wounded. I don't have an, an exact figure for, for wounded. Uh, I saw a couple estimates that put them at about 100, um, but that's, those are estimates only at this time. Uh, so I want to caution folks about using that number. I also just saw a, uh, um, a breaking news alert that uh, among the dead are two Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe ISIS has claimed responsibility immediately for the attack immediately. Um, so yet we have another attack uh, in France. Yeah, France's uh, uh, president also uh, immediately declared an act of terror. Took him no time to come out yet again, um, which I give him a lot of credit for yeah, because unlike uh, unlike our president um, who, who likes to wait for things, he did not. And and look, so this is back in in 2010 um, in in that piece of shit rag inspire uh magazine called for if you remember uh trucks or vehicles to be used in a terror attacks um and so uh so uh here we have somebody that carried out um this this terror attack using exactly that a large uh, white box truck um, at the conclusion of the the rampage, and look, this this is not only a rapid mass murder of or this is not only a, a terror attack. This is a a, a um, rapid. I can't read that. I know you can't. This is this is also a rapid mass murder event. Um, this is uh, if you look at the original definition for what an active shooter was, we're seeing the transition in that term. Um, 
more away from active shooter to active killer, which is somebody committing random systematic violence uh, whose intent is to commit immediate um, uh, immediate or serious bodily injury or death, access to additional victims. This fits that. Um, the weapon of choice here was, instead of being firearms, this weapon of choice was, in fact, um, a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we absolutely have um, a... And a firearm, potentially. At, potentially. At we haven't confirmed that yet, yeah, though. I was, I was going to get to that. Um, but yeah, so we have we have at least in the beginning stages with this this vehicle, we have a a rapid mass murder attack. We have a rampage killing style attack uh, being used by a terrorist um, among a, a civilian population. At the termination of that, there was gunfire. Um, I, I believe that the the, uh, the killer, the terrorist, was shot and killed. Um, uh, I'm very, very shocked there wasn't an explosive let off at the end. I'm very look, and there was there was reports that the, that weapon that the truck was filled with weapons and and grenades. So it may um, not have activated. Uh, yeah. So so um, I don't know if if there was an exchange of gunfire. I know there was a, a couple some conflicting reports of exchange of gunfire, not exchange of gunfire. Uh, but once again, we have this 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 attack. And look, um, if this this truck was full of weapons and grenades, why doesn't France? Uh, outlaw yeah. weapons uh, and and Whoa. grenades. And second of all, when are we as Americans now going to outlaw? I think it was you that made this point, Sean. Uh, are we going to outlaw crowds first? Yes. Uh, ce- uh, celebrations crowds. or vehicles? Yeah, we can't gather in large numbers again because now we're potential targets. Yeah, no tr- no trucks. No trucks whatsoever. We're going to outlaw box planet. trucks. You know the sad part is here. After, so, after the Parisian uh, police commander was killed in his home, uh, France started to move. Back, allowing their police officers to take their weapons home. They're mm-hmm. starting to arm more and more of them because they understand the threat that is there. We talk about it all the time. Europe is just a couple years at the most ahead of where we are. And we need to learn from the examples that are being put there. It is being systematically destroyed. Uh, the free borders are one of the things that did it. The refugees another thing that did it. Mm-hmm. They, they've been overly tolerant uh, of the Muslim Sharia community and the ideals. Yeah. And, and they've been almost apologetic for them and now you're starting to see it go back the other way right i mean uh, brexit england done you've seen france take a much firmer stance Mm -hmm. um, than it ever has and you're seeing other countries starting to act these things we need to actually take heed of this because i'll tell you what folks we have parades on a regular basis we have large events on a regular basis we actually talked about this two and a half three years ago on one of our shows that this would be the next style of attack um, coming down the road. And not because we're any sort of geniuses, but it doesn't. it's not hard to figure out. It's not rocket science. If you look at the patterns and you look at the methodologies right. and you look at what they're trying to accomplish, it, it makes sense that that's where they would go. Well, and literally, right, it's an easy access. Literally, right out the side of the door from where we were last year, a woman killed, what, seven people? Yeah. Um, after she had a, a some sort of manic psychological breakdown and was mad at somebody and ran everybody over, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's not hard. I, I, I'm going to venture a guess that if when all the evidence comes out that that w- truck was wired to blow um, at the end, because we've seen them draw uh, um, law enforcement officials in closer. We've seen them try to do that and then light something off. We saw them try to do that um, in the Bataclan shooting in the north area where they were trying to draw all the law enforcement up into the north. So they did the bombing outside the soccer theater, and then he went active shooter. Um, and, and they were able, But it's still, um, you know, Charlie Hebdo, the uh, Bataclan, the Bastion Day, um, and Nice, and then right up the road in Brussels, you mm-hmm. had the terrible bombings. Turkey just recently... 
Spain in the subway. Spain on the subway. Years ago. Seven seven. Um, the attacks in China. The attacks in uh, a couple of years ago yeah. by the Muslims with knives. All these different things are going to create. And we'll bring the panel back in here in a Look. little bit. Um, but I, I want to go one on one with you on this just for a couple different reasons. Yeah. One, there was just a ding in my ear. Number two, I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to walk back um, the last couple of events that have occurred. Yeah, and I want to make one observation just yeah. to kind of put perspective before you you, you go where, where I think you're going to go with that. Um, look, all of these events, with the with the exception of the the explosive devices, right? With the exception of the explosive devices, all of these events are rapid mass murder events. These yes. are all rampage killing events. Yes. Take out, insert weapon of choice. It doesn't matter if it's a firearm, mm-hmm. if it's a vehicle, if it's a knife. Mm-hmm. These are all with large groups of people. These are all active killer type, of t- type attacks, active terrorist attacks, which I actually like that phrase better um, when yeah, you're talking I about think a terrorist, terrorist is style a good attack. Way to go. I don't like the phrase active shooter anymore. I understand it has a, a connotation to it if, it's, if you're dealing with firearms only, but I think that term is too restrictive for the world we live in today. Um, I prefer the term active killer and or active terrorist. I think that as a nation, we need to shift away from active shooter and focusing just on those events and broaden that out a little bit more. Um, but that's one thing all of these events have in common. It is, is this active killer style um, attack where they're targeting these groups of individuals, um, high body cr- count, a relatively low period of time to conduct these these attacks. So, um, Sean, I'm going to throw it back over to you now for uh, for your your observation, sir. Well, and you just have to start looking at, you know, we had Turkey. Turkey was an active shooter incident prior to the explosions. Um, you had, like I said, the Bataclan. There were explosions and uh, firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Brussels, which was strictly explosions. But the same things are always being targeted, as we've said, as the mass group of people. Now, through all of its problems, what's coming up, and this was just in the chat room, but what's coming up right around the corner where large groups of people in a very, very lawless, already lawless nation that has very horrible infrastructure and not a very well-trained law enforcement community. You have Brazil. You have the Olympics. Yes. I, I, I understand that there are those people who think that, you know, the show must go on, et cetera. Mm. But I would start taking a hard look at that. I'll tell you right now, if I was the head of the United States Olympic Association, I'd really consider pulling my people out. We can't trust France has its problems, but it's a fairly well a lot, a and lot. modern country. Yeah, a lot um, better than, than Brazil. Right, Brussels, the same thing. Um, even Turkey, I would say, is far better, <laughs> farther along security, law enforcement, and protection-wise than Brazil is. So, go ahead. No, I don't mean to interrupt. I was just raising my hand to say, "Hey, I got a point." When you're at a stopping point, I'm not trying to. I'm Good. not trying to raise. Good. Look, I think I think one. I know that there's organized crime in Brazil. <laughs> That's all just, there is. Just a little bit. That's actually a full time um, job in Brazil. But but here's here's something interesting, right? <laughs> just like just like just like in resort towns in Mexico, where the the cartels allegedly run the resorts. People don't screw around at those resorts because that's what brings the money into those communities right. and jobs. So part of me, part, I said only part of me, um, thinks that some of these organized crime groups would want to keep that safe because it's going to bring so much money into their community and it's going to line their pockets too. But they don't, right, but I don't think they... 
I don't think they're smart so, enough. I agree, BZ. I that's why I said, this, I said I there's a small part of me just because, because of how Mexico's done it. But, but you're also thinking, right, right? You're also thinking advanced cartels. You're thinking mafia like, where they have these different intelligence. Things. Intelligence. I said, I said and because I, I Brazilians are Portuguese, that's why I had to say part because yeah, I, I, I there's understand. a couple intelligent Portuguese I, people. I understand that. Um, I, I'd like to uh, one. What one? one. <laughs> want sackhead Clint. Can we? Op- I want to open back up to the panel and go yeah. around the table one at a time and get uh, uh, people's responses. And, and we'll start with BZ. We're gonna start with the new guy. <laughs> Who we when was the last time you were called an FNG? <laughs> it's been a long time. Oh, go, there we go. Go ahead, right. boot. Yeah. <laughs> boot. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll take boot over kitten. Yeah. Oh yeah. So would I. Every day of the week. I really will. Uh, yeah. Honest to God. Yeah. Because Boots are a respectable title, at least. <laughs> but the, the, the particular point about that is that it proves what, a, what a, a, an astoundingly specious argument is gun control. Remove guns, and then you'll use a truck. Remove yeah. trucks, and then you'll use, um, I don't know, a train. Remove trains, and then you use a baseball bat, mm-hmm. then a rock. Uh, what's, what's the weapon of choice for, say, China and various other cultures? Knife. Knives. Yep, edged weapon. Exactly. Same day as Newtown. So, there was an edged weapon attack in China. Yeah. Right? 33 school children, something like that? Yes. A, so, yeah. a, a massive amount. Yep. And, and so the, the, the argument about gun control, anybody that worked as a cop in the 90s knows that the, the cases involving guns, drugs, gangs, crime, it was, it was out of sight in the 90s. So statistically speaking now, that you're attempting to make the argument even, even on the back of, of all these shootings, air quotes, all these shootings, yeah, start looking at some of the stats from the 90s. Oh, shockingly, that was also during the Clinton administration. As well. What was in effect at that time? What was in effect? That it was getting ready to sunset. Oh, the assault weapons. Oh, the assault yeah, weapons. Yeah, the assault ban. weapons ban. That's right. right. Exactly. Huh. <laughs> Weird. In a completely unrelated segment, the assault weapons ban was around in that time. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. That salted fries. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Salty fries are good, so but this, not to a weapon. It, it just proves that the the argument is completely fallacious. And and it's being made for just a particular reason. I'm it's sorry, not, I shouldn't have said that. It's not the same I? thing. Is we, that a different kind no, of fallacious yeah, yeah, than I'm thinking of? Let's, yeah. let, let, okay. Let, let, I'm going to move on now. Um, <laughs> Good job. That was that was a great word. That, we're going to be using that all night. Yeah, way, way to get us thinking about blowjobs Profe- off of... Uh, <laughs> professor? Yeah, fallacious kitty next to me. <laughs> uh, professor, I, I'm going to turn the mic over to you and Clint for a minute. Your response to Nice... Um, ISIS, uh, I, I know you've covered this a little bit on the show earlier, but um, we're a little bit more candid now, which even for you. Um, and, and what can we honestly do uh, to get the left to understand? We know what we can do to combat it, um, but what can we do to get the left to understand the actual threat that's in front of us, sir? Uh, I don't know. Uh, they've embraced Islam on the left. And that scares me because people like me are an enemy to my own government. Right. Yeah, but not them. At, uh, the only way we could control this, because it's not, it's not America's job to fix this. Yeah, okay. 
But but it's our problem now. But it is our problem so now. It, yeah. and no it one is, else look, in the world can fix it except one country. Uh, yeah, there so, is one country can do it, and that's Russia. Saudi Arabia. Oh, Saudi Arabia would do it. And as I laid out on one of my shows, it cost me a lot of listeners. The the nuke maker. <laughs> then, then don't then don't do it on our show. I'm not going to. Okay. So yeah, I'm not going to talk about how I said we should nuke a, a, an don't, Islamic don't, country. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't. Because no, we're if not I went do there, that. then I'd explain that that if we went to Saudi and we said, if you don't fix this problem, you're going to be our problem, and we convince them that we're serious, then Saudi can end this overnight. But Saudi funds these people. They support these people. They take care of their children and families. They educate them. And, and, and until we make Saudi, who is technically our friend, right, uh, allegedly, uh, then we're, this is going to persist. And the only way to fix this is with violence. You, you, know, yeah. you, know, you know what's going to make more people understand, or at least I, don't think, I, don't th- I think there are certain people that will never understand or at least accept. You know, I don't think they would consciously accept but, and I hate to say this, but look, San Bernardino was not 80 dead. Um, UC Merced, the knife attack, was not 80 dead. We had 3,000 dead. Fort Hood was not yeah. 80 dead. But when we had 3,000 3, dead, look we what responded. happened to this country. Yeah. We responded. So my answer to, to Sean's question of what would it take, and... God knows I am not I do not want that no, to happen to this I country. Agree with, but I what will it take? Say, it's gonna take an attack like that. It's gonna take an attack of eighty dead in this country to yeah. wake us up and to to get the response either in the ballot box or on the battlefield, but a response and you can have a debate about what that's gonna look like. <laughs> but to have a response, period, unfortunately that's what it that's what it would take for this country. And I don't three thousand dead. Three days later, Democrat parties capitalizing on it. Three days is all it took for our solidarity in this country yeah, to evaporate. Of, of course. Of course. Of course. So if we can't fix it in three more days when this happens, then. But you yeah. look at the vote that got in terms of, you know, there was still a response Gave us from, a Patriot from, the, Act. from the American. <laughs> there was. And I'm not saying it's the right response, but I'm talking about the American people and the American culture came together. The American people, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, whatever you were, for the most part, we were together as Americans, yeah. and the politicians can do their thing, and yes, the Patriot Act came out of that, and that was a horrible piece of legislation, and I won't argue that at all. But what it did do is it brought us all together as Americans. And so if Sean's question is, hey, what's that going to do to wake people up or to kind of bring us together, that, that's what would do it. Um, well, and, I don't want to bring people together. I'm beyond that. No, no, no. I, I want to end terms, it. In terms of having a response, but that's at least right. going to start – the, down the road well, right. of ending it. No, I agree. We need to all be on the same page because, that it's evil. Yes. And then we can start to right. take steps to solve it. But we're I not even that. on that page right now. No. And that's kind of no. where I was going no, with that No, I, I understood. We're on the about. page. I was just, I was just yeah. being a smart ass, yeah. actually. We're on the page, right? Every time one of these events happens, what happens we is apologize. we lose more rights and freedoms. Yeah. Well, we, and then yeah. we have people in this country apologizing because people are looking at the perpetrators and blaming the perpetrators. And we have people in this country who apologize for blaming them right oh we're really sorry there's some people in this country that don't understand that you like to blow us up and kill us yeah wait what no i'm not even saying let's go into every village and smoke everyone who's muslim i'm just saying you find these bastards (laughs) right and you kill them 
You need to make them fear you and more than they fear anything else because that's the only language they understand. It's a culture and look, and, of death. It is, yes. and, I'm, and I'm going to I'm going to take it as front and, and, and uh, I'm, know, sure, I'm sure there's going to be several people that are going to disagree with me. on You know this. who's in our chat room right now going nuts? Who? That, and Ag. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I had to turn my here's, phone off. Here's, <laughs> here's what I think. Um, here's here's what I think our response could be and should be. Uh, in 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 World War II, and I am not advocating the bombing or killing of civilians. However, in World War II, there were targets, and sometimes innocent people lost their lives. And look, it, it wasn't it wasn't we were bombing innocent people. It's we were bombing strategic targets, and the enemy happened to put X target right. among a civilian population. We also didn't have the accuracy today that we, like it, we, we have. We, yeah. we didn't, but. If, if but if you we, don't make if, the public miserable, they're going to continue if, a war. And I'm not saying to punish the public um, outward, outright <laughs> just because. I'm saying that if if there is a, a – if we attack them wherever they are and there is collateral damage, not that we want collateral damage, but just understanding that that's a possibility and that is a reality of yeah. war, <laughs> that you're going to start having public opinion on that side turn against these people as well. Or they're not going to harbor them in their village. And we would need to kill them wherever they are. And that's a good point, because the Democrat Party is the only party that ever nuked women and children. This is very yeah. true. This yes. is very true. Uh, Ken, your response is on Nice, France. Um, and, and then we only have a f- six minutes left in the show, so I want to get Ken's response, and then we'll do a, a quick wrap. We are only doing one hour, right? No, we, we said till we're done. Oh, okay. We can take a break and come back. Right, we can go 9.30. I'll, but then I will give Ken his chance, and then Absolutely. we'll take a break. Ken. Uh, make, make this very quick. You don't have to, my friend. This, this is Kitten. <clears throat> the only thing that men of war respect are men of war. Mm-hmm. France, Britain, and many of the other European nations... I know this is going to be harsh, and I pray to God for the families who have suffered from the collateral damage accepted by the totalitarian regimes and leftist regimes that are in power in Europe, in Africa, in Asia, and in South America. But this is what happens when you forego your liberties and your freedoms and you put your trust in government. Unless the nations revolt and seek their sovereign rights as individuals to protect themselves and when those other nations decide that the lives of the American people and the lives of all others matter we will continue to have the collateral damage that comes with totalitarian acceptance of terrorism as a way of eliminating populations wow all right, well, you know, for a moment I felt smart, and then that happened. And I went right back down a notch again. So, you know. <laughs> Can someone hand me that th- th- thesaurus over there? I'll tell you. I- no, look, I understand exactly I understand exactly what uh, what Kitten was saying. Thank you. Will you explain it to me later? Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's just I'll, like I'll, the I'll lovely divine or whatever that girl was that called in. It sounds no, a lot no, like Kitten. No, no, no. We don't even <laughs> want to talk about that. We don't. We don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Um, 
so to wrap up, we we've once again in this nation um, and in this world have had a horrific terrorist attack, which I I, I will raise a glass to the people of Nice, France, um, and everyone who's been affected by terror all over the world. Um, and we need to fix this scourge. It needs to be destroyed. We need to find a way uh, where we're saving the innocent lives and stop this whole we're persecuting the bad guy. Of course we are. <laughs> I don't know why that's a big deal. When you're starting to target the people who are prone to do this and you're profiling people because based on their activities, intelligence, and all the other things that they have, I know everyone hates that word, are you not allowed to profile, but Israel's been doing it for years in airports. Uh, they use physical profiling. They use uh, situational profiling. They use a bunch of different profiling. Oh, sorry about that, Zeb. Go. Why don't you see El Al aircraft go down? Oh, because they know better. Right. And you also know about El Al aircraft? They're equipped uh, with chaff and various other devices. Yeah, because they're smart. Yes, because they understand the threat. Yes. They understand the threat, and they're not willing to face yeah. it. Chaff and flares and electronic countermeasures. Yes, I believe. exactly. Yep. Damn. That no one I knows know about. That. That's absolutely true. I, I had the luxury a couple of years ago of interviewing a guy by his first name is Michael, and his last name I can't recall off the top. Rosen. Michael Rosen. Michael Rosen was the um, guy who developed uh, um, with the Israeli intelligence surface, this personnel profiling where they, through your behavior, they could detect whether or not you were about to commit a criminal act. And um, they use it in the Mall of America, they use it all over the world, but they use it in Israeli airports. And it is 10 times better than a metal detector. It is 10 times better than any other... And you don't hear over here the amount of people that they catch before they're about to do bad things in Israel because they catch a lot. Um, But... They, they keep going and going. They use this program. They've perfected this program. And we in this country, they were, you had news agencies show up at the Mall of America when they instituted it up there, angry, because how dare you profile people? Because we're protecting innocent people. Yeah. I hate to say it, we have to stop excusing, and, and you know, we had the argument about the um Patriot Act or whatnot, there is a line where you should not be attacking innocent people. On the other hand, if there's known criminal behavior and we have science, hey, left, you should love that word, that proves that this helps stop attacks, why would we not do that? And not only that, look, it's not it's not a, a racial profile got such a bad it has such a bad term nowadays, right? It's not you're not profiling somebody based solely on race. You're not no. saying, ooh, you know what? You are green, therefore you are going to do X. Right. Absent any other articulable facts, circumstances, anything else. What you're saying is, hey, based upon a pattern of identifiable whatever. There is a likelihood or a reasonable suspicion that you are going to be involved in whatever activity. It's criminal profiling based upon a pattern of behavior in combination with other factors, and race may be one of those factors. It's not the only defining factor. Religion is not the defining factor or whatever it is. And so there's nothing wrong with a criminal profile. A a racial profile only, that's a different story. Totally different. One of the things it does is it measures your... 
eye contact, the way you face yes. the sweating. Yes. It looks at a lot of the things that people that are guilty of doing something are about to. Yeah. You're thinking and, and, and you act different. Most of it's all based on involuntary movement. Right. Has nothing to do with no. anything. Uh, I mean, it does. There's some other things involved, but involuntary movement is the thing that they focus on the most that we know the brain tells the body to do in times of high stress right. and flight criminality. Yeah. Yep. That's like the flight. studies of Paul Ekman. Anybody that's read studies of Bingo. Paul Ekman knows about micro-expressions, series of micro-expressions, yes. yep. etc. The man is brilliant. If you've never read anything about Paul Ekman, you absolutely must. The other thing that I would submit is you can't rely completely upon technology. Mm-hmm. If there's one man that knows yep. about Elint, Sigint, uh, Comment, etc., it's this man right there, the professor. That's and he what can I probably, did. <laughs> probably tell you everything you would want to know. But he also knows that you cannot eliminate Humint. No, hey, you're a yep. thousand percent right. That's absolutely. the first block. Yeah. So we're absolutely we're up against a break. When we come back, we have more stuff from Freedom Fest here in Las Vegas, 2016. Definitely some. <laughs> Some fun things to talk about today, but I also want to talk into, um, it, it kind of ties into Nice a little bit, but I just want to talk about the VP pick that's allegedly coming out. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that, and also like to touch on uh, Judge Napolitano's speech today. I saw him oh, speak I'll today. Oh, yeah. So when we come back, amazing. we'll have you cover Napolitano for the yeah. first couple minutes, and because mm-hmm. um, everyone here was high-fiving after they walked out of listening to Judge Napolitano. That was amazing. Amazing. And, and, and then we will get into the VP thing after all that is, more. Is here. it Kitten? Now, all that and more here on the Sackheads Radio Show live on the SHR Media Network. Conservative Media. I didn't see the beginning, but I saw the end. The end. Listening to the SHR Media Network. Conservative media done. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reverb Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. Hello, I'm Matt, a student at Hillsdale College. Here is Hillsdale President Larry Arne on the continuing relevance of the Constitution. Many argue today that the Constitution is outdated because it addresses problems peculiar to the 18th century. Some parts of the Constitution do read rather quaintly. Consider the adjunction against titles of nobility in Article 1, Section 9 of the Constitution. But is that so outdated? The purpose of the injunction is to prevent the government granting special privileges to some for partisan reasons. This strikes at the heart of the rule of law. The crony capitalism so common today is a place where the government bestows favors and tax dollars on some businesses to give them a leg up over others. This is exactly the kind of thing the Constitution was meant to prohibit. The Constitution is not so outdated after all. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. 
To join the national conversation on the Constitution, go to constitutionminute.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians. You got a business. That, you didn't build that. A team. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying capitalists do this, bro. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up drunk. drunk. Also starring Socko as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackheads Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on SHR Media. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Center Time, you can catch the Rework Common Sense Show, hosted by Jersey Joe, right here on shrmedia.com and highplainsdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else, so consider this your fair warning. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. And we're back. Sackhead's radio show live from Freedom Fest 2016. Planet Hollywood, Las Vegas, Nevada. Sackhead Clint. When you come back, Clint's going to be you. Yeah. Hey, when we tell me, tell me when we're about to come back, Sean. <laughs> Like, I didn't see a sausage finger pointing. There was no countdown. Like, how long have we been doing this? I'm sorry. Sausage? I thought they were like French Right? No, 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 no. They're like Vienna sausages. They're little sausage fingers. Used to count down. If you listen to our show from the beginning, I'm sure the exceptional one uh, himself remembers that. Hey, have another drink. <laughs> we're about to get into an After Dark episode, just so you know. <laughs> Is that a reference to Yes. <laughs> yes, he's the only one here. Please, can we talk about Chet and then we'll turn it to hell afterwards. <laughs> we're we're going we're to turn it to hell before then. So, uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano uh, spoke today and had the privilege of, of sitting in uh, and, and listening to his his it was about forty five minutes his his audio. Um, and uh, Professor, I know you were. You were in there as as well, and uh, BZ, you, you got you got the, some of his his speech as well, and uh, Ken, you did as well. What do you Ken? What do you think of of uh, what you heard? <laughs> that's a shadow. That's not Ken. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Ken left. The timing is everything. Great timing. Look, so there were, there were a couple of things I was really excited um, that, that that the judge touched on. First of all, I am so sad that he is not currently on the United States Supreme Court. I am so sad that he's on on the United States Supreme Court, and uh, I don't know that he ever will be. Um, but 
he should be because he is so um, he, he is such a natural rights advocate and a and a true constitutional um, conservative he's the small the small government yeah yeah he's j- just amazing even even his comments on uh, on uh, you know the the, the application and, and the issuance of, of search warrants and so forth um, just spot on. Spot on with everything in terms of, of uh, individual liberties and what he did, and, and he, he talked about he talked about um, a few things that I, that I found to be uh, absolutely spot on. Number one was was uh, natural rights. He talked about natural rights, and he brought it all the way back to Aristotle, um, and which a lot of people don't realize how important it is to study Aristotle, Socrates, Plato, the, these th- those three big ones that that really um, laid the foundation for. John Locke and, and, and these others and so forth that followed up this idea of natural rights, um, which is really the foundation of our founding documents. Uh, not only the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, and as Lincoln said, you really have to take those two together to have a firm foundation of exactly what it is um, our country stands for and the, and the, the rights that, that we have as individuals, um, granted by God, by nature, whatever your belief is, not by the government, and even even in the Bill of Rights, it says, "Hey, these are not all inclusive, well, right?" So, pre-exist the government. They absolutely yeah. pre-exist the government. Yeah, yeah. they they pre-exist everything, and he, he that's one of the things he talked about is, "Hey, in 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 the First Amendment, he he said, what's the most important word?" He asks his, his law students yeah. this, and uh, he says, "The most important word is the right," because by saying the right, it predates. Any, it predates any document that that's being outlaid, that's being written, that's being voted on, because it 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 lays the foundation for that it already exists and it has existed. Yes. Um, which is just, first of all, to hear a, a judge say that, or a former a former judge say that, is amazing, or an attorney or anything else, and and it's refreshing. Um, it, it was very refreshing, <laughs> particularly given this trend. Thank you, Woodrow Wilson, uh, where we went away from constitutional law and we started down this horrible path of case law that has allowed really the law and the Constitution to be perverted. That's um, how it's to, studied, to, too. To what it is. Yeah. Exactly. That's absolutely how it's studied. Because who, who does, what do judges refer to when they're making a decision? They don't refer, yeah. they don't refer to the United States Constitution. Uh, they refer to case law and previous judge, uh, judgments that were, that were made. Um, so he, he talked about um, areas of human behavior uh, where the government cannot interfere, cannot take that away, uh, any of those things, um, and it was it was it was beautiful. Uh, just just he was he was spot on with thought that, and as well as his assessment that these rights uh, being inalienable, and to hear somebody of his of his talk Stature, about that. Yeah. Um, was was awesome. You know, he gave some his, some history. Talked about um, the Stamp Act and and why the Stamp Act was important. In that, it actually it actually cost the Crown more to enforce that Stamp Act um, than they than, than it than revenue that was generated as a result of it. Yeah. Um, and Do you know that's the only thing he got wrong? Was his statement that that's the only act of government that ever costs more than it than it, for compliance than they brought in I in think, revenue? I yeah. Think he was about at that, I think he was talking about at that time. Yeah, well, up to that I, point, it was yeah. right, and that's like, that's what I think yeah. he was. He was. But um, if he meant ever, then <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think yeah. that's what he was referring to. But he tied that into the other amendments as well. He didn't. He, he talked about the, the First Amendment 
most specifically, but he also tied it. In, he also tied it into the Second Amendment, uh, the Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment. He, he tied all those things in in terms of due process, um, the right against self-incrimination, all those all those things, which I thought was was um, uh, phenomenal. And he he also talked about uh, an interesting an interesting concept about how the majority could could very easily circumvent and, and how easily tyranny can take hold when the majority is able to vote away and strip the individual of rights and liberties. Right. No the one versus unpo- the majority. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, uh, but how, how often do we see that in our country now? And that was his point, yeah. right? All the time. Horrible. And, and he brought the Patriot Act up specifically. Specifically. Um, and, and his his analysis of that, and a thousand was, times since, and his analysis of that was was amazing. In, in everything, he, he had it he had it right on. Everything uh, is about is about security and safety, and we are giving up indivi- we're giving up our individual liberties or rights slowly but surely in the name of security. Right, and it's funny how many people will uh, allow that to happen. There are some people, that's the problem, there are some people in this country who are completely okay with giving up a lot of rights and liberty for security because they believe in the fact that government is end-all, be-all, and a good thing when left unchecked. They believe that. I, I think, But I think there's a larger segment of the population believes in balance, and the judge touched on this also, is there, there are people, the you, hear, you hear it all the time, right, people, there has to be a balance between well, no, they don't. No, there doesn't. No, no, no. There's not. There is there is individual liberty, and there is security. Yes, and you you can't have you have to first establish or or maintain the individual liberty that God has given you, that nature yeah. has given you, in order to maintain or then begin a discussion for how we achieve security within the realm and, and, and within what we know to be our individual liberties, which makes us Americans. Well, one of our liberties is a very, very uh, uh, easy way to security, and it's the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. You can secure yourself great if you have the liberty of the Second Amendment, both at home and elsewhere, out, Which walking does around. not give you that right. It simply says the right exists and government can't take it. Right, but yeah. government keeps taking it. Right. And, and, and the thing is, the, the right doesn't exist because oh, it's written oh. down, right? The, the, the right exists. Be- <laughs> Ze- Zeppelin's having a heart attack over Are you okay over there? Look, look, no. the, the, What'd you put in his cup? <laughs> it's Jameson. We've had this discussion, I, 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 boys. Oh. Um, <laughs> is that what's in my cup? Yes, we are all and, drinking Jameson. And a roofie. I thought we were all Baptist tonight. You're, no, yours, yours has a roofie in it, and oh. you might be in bed with us later. You're looking Just, pretty good right now. <laughs> Sir, Just saying. I, I always look good. <laughs> I want to go. I signed an autograph drunk. today. I, 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 I saw. <laughs> I look even better as you drink more. Just yes. so you know, I saw a physical response out of BZ Woo. that I want to get the emotional response from, or the verbal response from, only because that was the fastest I've seen you move. Um, <laughs> and you rotated on your trunk like uh, I did. Like my a head helicopter. rotated like Linda Blair. It was somewhere between your like your chest and your waist. I've never seen somebody bend there, but you threw it in a giant circle. So your response to the professor's the comment: the professor nailed it, and, and nailed it. And, and so few people know how and why the Constitution was crafted. Tell us just a bit about positive versus negative rights. With regard to the Constitution, uh, yeah. Well, I was there when they uh, wrote it. Yeah, I was going to say you—you you yeah. were serving water at the. Right. I was them, a water right? boy. Yeah. Ken, Ken wasn't available. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't let. They didn't let. 
<laughs> I was outside at the yeah. time. <laughs> Someone had to clean the uh, asking privy. If you, asking yeah. if you could serve water. Like, can I just come in and serve water? It's cold. Yeah, at least the, fill out the uh, application. Professor, Ken please. was doing the congressional privy at the time. <laughs> yes. The Constitution so, doesn't grant. It limits. Yes, it yes. doesn't grant any rights. There's not a single right no, granted in the... God, God grants the rights. Right. Yes. Otherwise, government would give them to us. Right, and yeah. then go- it right. limits what government can take away yes. from the people in theory. In That's exactly what it... Seven sh- enumerated powers. versus right. Yes. Seven enumerated powers. We have the sovereignty, and we cede a little of it temporarily to these guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they forget that they're temporary politicians. Too. Yeah, but, supposed to be. Right, but here's the thing is... Uh, this president that we have, your president, uh, and Ken's president, not yours, mine. Yours too. I, um, <laughs> he talks about negative president. rights all the time. And that's, that's, that's not even a, it's not even a thing. There's negative rights. You know? it's, you've, got, you've got rights that are yours. Mm-hmm. And, and this concept of having negative rights gives government power and, and an ability to mess with you. Uh, Explain the concept of negative rights because everybody may not be familiar with that concept. That's a that's a pretty. I'm not saying I'm not saying this to be um, a smart ass at all, but no, but I, that that is an advanced term that most people don't understand the concept of negative rights. I certainly exactly what I, they are. I, I certainly guarantee it's not taught in the classroom today. No, I, I, no. absolutely Go ahead, not. Define it, and I'll, I'll add to you. Um, the 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 Constitution, the Bill of Rights, limits the role of government. It doesn't exist for the expansion of me. It's not all about me. If you look at, at the way it was written, uh, it, it tells, it, it limits the government. It says, shall not, cannot, will, will not, etc. And, and so it's, it's completely misinterpreted purposely by leftists, and and it needs to be a God. I hate to say this term, mm-hmm. a living document. It is a living document, though, just not the way the left calls no, it. Exactly, not the way they not the way they mean. Well, it's it. alive it's, and relevant, but right. it doesn't it doesn't mean that it's it doesn't change and shift and right. right. And it's could, alive and relevant. Yeah, you can have cosmetic surgery. Changing. The, the living document can have cosmetic surgery. We call that the amendment procedure. Mm-hmm. So it's alive and it's changing, and and, and but. <laughs> It's not reinterpretable. We have to use the same words. You see, when I ask people questions and define things, like, like when we were talking earlier, there is a difference between liberties and freedoms. Uh, they mean two different things. And so, but to understand that, you can't get that out of a dictionary. So what you have to do is you have to go back and find Noah Webster and get his dictionary. Because he, def- he wrote the dictionary during the time where the Founding Fathers were writing these words. And then you can understand what they mean. Now, negative rights, it's like, have you ever talked to somebody and they use so many double negatives that you're really not sure what they've actually told you? Yes, and they okay. think they're smart. Right. So it's, it's pseudo-intellectualism. <laughs> and this is what the left does today is they try to make those rights in the, in the Constitution as laid out with double negatives to make it so that they actually can do whatever they want. Or they come in with changes with words that they call it common sense. Like the Second Amendment says that government at any level has no right to restrict gun rights because you have a right to defend yourself. But common sense gun rights, Congress can can pass. Common sense. Right. Exactly. And that's where we get negative rights is because Congress has a right to do this through a negative backdoor, to backdoor into it. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, 
very recently we've heard of a politician who said that the Constitution is a document that limits rights. And everyone said, Wait, oh, <laughs> go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, he's right, it's limiting our rights as a people. He never said <laughs> whose rights it was limiting. Right. right. And it was almost like he never said what hope and change we were going to get. It was the president. And, and uh, that was one of the things that I immediately thought of is, wait a minute. We all assume it's the people that whose rights, and it's yeah. not. It's, not it's what he meant. government, yeah. right? And, and it meant his powers that he wanted to have. Right. In yeah. a lot of ways, I, I've said time and again, this guy isn't the liar a lot of people think he yeah. is. He's been very honest about what he wants to do and how he wants yeah. to do it. Everyone just assumes that that change would not come to this country. So when we talk about rights and negative rights, um, the left knows more about it than the right does because they know how to subvert it. Yeah. And how to get around it and know your enemy. Allow government to expand. Uh, and we see that again with the Second Amendment all the time, right? They look for these little caveats to just tick away a piece of it here and there, this and that. Oh, it's just a 30 round magazine this time. Right. Oh, it's just this. What do you oh. need 30 rounds right. for? Well, right. I'm lazy. I'll tell you what. No one if you does. Need, Come on. If you need <laughs> 30 lazy. rounds to hunt, you're a bad hunter. Right. And if you have less than 30 rounds, then you're, you're an ungodly good shooter. I've been in combat, and, and let me give you a statistic. In Vietnam, it was 2,730 bullets to the average kill. 2,000 bullets yep. to the average kill. Yep. So don't tell me that if someone breaks into my house... You know, and, and and I'm supposed to do this under pressure and not experience and no training, and I'm trying to shoot the bad guy. I'm going to go through some bullets. Yep. And they weren't carrying a 28-pound rifle. <laughs> they were carrying a rifle created by, by Armlight originally, yes. which was one of the lightest rifles made mm-hmm. and had the least amount of recoil right. you could possibly imagine. It was about imagine. the most accurate we've ever had. Yes. 1957, yeah. I think yeah. it was. Now go back and think the founding fathers and what they did. They say we should only have uh, uh, muskets. Right, <laughs> but, but here's the but here's the argument to that, right? Because well, these weapons weren't around at the time. Well, you know what? Neither were microphones or typewriters. Right? right? Neither was yeah. the internet. Yeah. So does that mean that a blogger doesn't have the same First Amendment rights well, as somebody did, or or, or, or NBC a news, news or a newspaper yeah. person? Television because, wasn't around then, unless yeah. they're using it. I mean, yeah, I think it's disingenuous to speak of technological advancements as the remedy uh, or, or the uh, or the reason why. Uh, you should eliminate the Second Amendment. I, I mean, the, the cannon was around at that time period. The tank was around at that time period. So you was the machine gun. This machine gun at that yeah. time. So yeah. you guys not seen that there was a machine gun there during was, the Revolutionary War? There was actually War. two yeah. different uh, versions. One that was more like a Gatlin, and then yeah, there predated was, it. But yeah, and, and then there was one that was actually like a rifle with a giant cylinder yes, on it. Yeah. it was a big canister. It was, yes. it, and, and it was, it was a, it was an, it was a semi-automatic. It was rifle. a rifle. It had a rifle yes, barrel. Yes. But it, it was, but it was semi-automatic. Semi-automatic, right? Yes. And we even had submarines then. Like, they had it. Boom, they called it the click. turtle. Yes, yes, the turtle. So everything else is <laughs> also the Dallas shooter shot seventy bullets. He was a skilled. And trained marksman. Yep. 70 bullets, five dead. Yep. 12, he, 12, uh, and, the 12 total hit. And he also did not use an AR 15. And that's right, something yeah. he that. He left that, that in the no. truck. It's funny how they're burying this story, right, Because too. they owned it, because he had one. Right. Yeah, then they're, they're but making But the reality it all about was, it. is he used a, a SKS, which is a right. Chinese Russian uh, weapon. Yeah, at least he used a communist weapon. Right, it's a commie weapon. And but tomorrow we'll have that. No AR in Orlando either. Well, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, mm-hmm. and, and 
but at least that was an AR style platform. And yeah. I said that I, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue this and that over mm. a plat. It's an AR style platform. We all know the, the platform. American media maggots think that's an AR. Exactly, and right. that's the problem. Exactly, that's the and problem. a pop tart. Yeah, right. Well, it is if you eat it the wrong way. Yeah. Well, the, um, left, the left have um, disingenuously uh, already explained exactly what weapon they're going after. Right, and that's the AR-15. Right, and that's the sad part because, like you said, in Dallas, he used an SKS, heavier round than the standard AR-15, more velocity, much more damaging. Mm-hmm. Um, you could you, there's arguments that you could be made depending on what round he was firing from the AR-15, the two two three or the five five six, from a distance whether or not it would have achieved the same penetration through the uh, armor. Um, but the SKS with the seven six two. Uh, no question. It's going to punch through mm-hmm. that, the street behind it, etc. Did you see but, the way Ken stood up when you said penetration? Yes, I did. He jumped. I've never seen him. I've never seen him get on his toes that quick in my life. That was, that was even more noticeable than me. Yes. <laughs> so uh, when we talk about uh, government and negative rights and the limitation of government, and that's why we designed it. Anyone who thinks otherwise, and like you said, there are certain rights that we have that we've given to us by God. It's not constitutional per se. They just decided why um, these rights shall not be infringed versus saying, oh, you have these rights. It's, no, these are rights given you by God, and we will never allow our government to infringe. You have to be very careful. uh, Even here at this Libertarian Conference, there's a uh, necessity to eliminate God. Yeah. Yeah. In, 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 in some circles, in some yeah. circles, and we talked right. about not this always, earlier, yeah. not, not all of them, and I, and I think, uh, I think it's, it's, it's a, and not that, I'm not saying that I agree yeah. with it necessarily, but yeah. what I'm saying is I think that there's um, a, a tendency along, because there are different, there are different slivers of libertarianism as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I'm, certainly, I'm certainly libertarian in, in, some, of my vo- in some of my views. Yeah. Yeah. Small um, L. Yeah. Right. Right. Small L. Keep in mind that um, being a conservative doesn't you, you're not libertarian in some views. These are conservative <laughs> views. Yeah, they but just I'm, happen I'm, to be articulated better by the libertarian, by the libertarian yeah. platform. Yeah. Um, but so where I was going with that was I, I think that it, it's more a a a God shouldn't be you worship how you want. I'll worship how I want. But God should not be overriding in in you. Your version of Christianity should not be compelled upon me or my version of Christianity or whatever it is, um, because look, there's there's different Chris, Christian religions even, and you look at the difference between Catholics and and Baptists, Protestants, um, whatever it is. So there's there's certain canon which is within and accepted, which is within what? accepted um, Orthodox. Correct. For example, you can have a five point Calvinist who is yeah. who is within Orthodox with a Southern Baptist, mm-hmm. right? In, in terms of in terms mm-hmm. of um, salvation, these other things. Um, but it's within the accepted Christian Orthodox, whereas Catholicism may be outside of accepted Christian Orthodox in certain circles. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more the libertarian point of view on that. Um, it, it's it's not it's not the uh, it's not the um, all religion should be taken away. It's not the absence of religion. I think um, Zeppelin wants to lick you. But no. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, part of the LSD. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. So, anyways, I, now I lost my train of thought. But I think that's where, where yeah, they're I, going with. I understand it, exactly you know? what you're saying, but I've experienced here that there is some level <laughs> of antithesis to any projection of who God is. Period. Well, uh, but the, 
and the other thing too though is as much right as we have to believe in god they have the right not to oh most certainly you do have the right not to believe in god but it makes it a whole lot easier to exterminate your rights but if he, you do not have uh, I, uh, if they don't uh, come from not, god but if they come from nature they're not defining specifically what God or is. Na- just just the, but just that's the not fact what the Declaration of Independence right? says: nature or, or nature. But, but it's a creator. Whatever right. somebody, whatever a libertarian may believe the creator to be, they may mom. not believe. Yeah. It could be mom. Mom gave be, birth to them. What, what, okay. Whatever it is. No, 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 I don't think it's mom. I think no, no, it is no. a spiritual, a higher but, spiritual being. But those being, who whatever don't believe, is. you could still have right. the argument that fine. It's the person who gave you life. We may not agree on what that is, but when you were born into this earth from that person, even through science and medical. You were born with these inalienable rights. It doesn't matter where you think they come from. The simple fact is they are inalienable. This should no longer be a conversation to have. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other thing, Ken, and we noted this earlier, and I absolutely agree. It's kidding to you. (laughs) The other thing, kidding. (laughs) And we only have a couple minutes left. But I also feel, though, being here, and I said this last year, and I'll say it again, you can have that conversation with a lot of the atheist people here, and it's an intelligent, respectful conversation, which is what is dramatically different than left atheists. Because they also, the libertarians here, respect your right to worship and believe. They just don't, and they will argue intelligently and friendly as to why they don't. And I, I will give them credit for that, because it is a different mindset. It's, hey, we disagree, and here's why, and I'll sit and talk to you about it and have enough respect to treat you like a human being and understand that we may not agree, but that doesn't mean you're any less of a person than I am. And that's something you definitely get at this conference that I appreciate greatly because it's so refreshing to disagree with somebody and have an intelligent conversation to fix it. And they don't want to change history. Uh, Amen. Amen. Oh, I shouldn't say amen. I may get in trouble here. Yeah. <laughs> Where we got all the ground you just made, you lost. You know? <laughs> all right, so now we got to start digging again. Why do you always go apologize. to Ken? I, 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 I yeah. apologize. Look, we're up against a break. This is, this is my duty as. as oh, we're uh, going to keep going? Look at We're up against a break. Oh, you bastard. We're up against a break. When we come back, I do want to do a Freedom Fest uh, roundtable wrap up. Um, and then we'll cut it. We'll end it maybe about 15 minutes early. Tonight. Sure, that's what you keep saying. Um, Someone's got to tuck but, me uh, in. But, uh, <laughs> all this and more when we Kitten. come back live from Phoenix Fest on the Sackheads Radio Show, SHR Media Network. SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reverb Common Sense and SHR Media, has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reverb.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. Hello, I'm Matt, a student at Hillsdale College. Here is Hillsdale President Larry Arn on the continuing relevance of the Constitution. Many argue today that the Constitution is outdated because it addresses problems peculiar to the 18th century. Some parts of the Constitution do read rather quaintly. Consider the injunction against titles of nobility in Article 1, Section 9 of the Constitution. But is that so outdated? The purpose of the injunction is to prevent the government granting special privileges to some for partisan reasons. This strikes at the heart of the rule of law 
The crony capitalism so common today is a place where the government bestows favors and tax dollars on some businesses to give them a leg up over others. This is exactly the kind of thing the Constitution was meant to prohibit. The Constitution is not so outdated after all. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. To join the national conversation on the Constitution, go to constitutionminute.com. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. Sackhead Sean. Dude, I'm not saying Catholics need this problem. Sackhead Clint. All good friends of ours usually show, show up drunk. drunk. Also starring Socko as the producer. I'm a little bit drunk, I'm a little bit drunk, cause I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. They are the Sackheads Radio Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific on SHR Media. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Rebirth Common Sense Show, hosted by Jersey Joe, right here on shrmedia.com and highplainsdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else, so consider this your fair warning. And welcome back to the Sackheads Radio Show live in the SHR Media Network. Thank you so much for joining us. We're wrapping up the show. You gentlemen need a drink. You gentlemen need a drink. Clint, will you? We we have Ginger and Jameson. Are you good with that? (laughs) Wait, there's redheads? No one told me there were redheads. Uh, Not just regular good, very good. We don't need an alcohol permit because we're not selling. We have so when the government's listening. Um, And it was Zach, and I didn't get your last name, Zach. I met you gentlemen earlier. Um, Can I steal a microphone from somebody for these two uh, 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 veterans? Um, And they both are, in fact, veterans. And we're going to give you another interview. Um, I apologize. I got that wrong. Uh, We're going to give you another interview tomorrow. But you know what? Tonight we're drinking. Sit down. Let's talk a little bit about you guys. Um, there's a mi- there's a microphone right oh, there. Then we definitely we we Let- definitely want to hear it. <laughs> Thank you. 
Sir, thank you very much. Sir, don't ever call him that again, or we're going to have a problem. Um, but he's get right up on the microphone. You want about a fist length. He spells uh, Sir C U R. Okay, don't, good. Don't, don't put the microphone in your mouth like this guy tries to do. Right, it's a totally different show. <laughs> no gag reflex whatsoever. So, absolutely amazing. So we're going to give you guys a whole spot tomorrow. But I want to talk to you a little bit about your company because I think it's absolutely outstanding. It is outstanding, um, and, and it's you if, if you have any interest, I do have an excellent judgment. <laughs> Thank you. You can show up anytime you want on the show. Um, if you have any tr- interest in helping families of veterans and veterans and active duty military personnel, y- you want to shut your mouths and listen right now because this is a-, a-, a good way for you to go to school. Please. So thank you, Sean. Thank you for the introduction. So on a serious note, you're absolutely right. So Patriotic Online Marketplace, also known as Pomp USA, is a peer-to-peer online marketplace just like eBay or Etsy. The difference is all of our vendors are active, reserve, or National Guard service members veterans or military spouses so anything that you buy online currently you could buy from a military entrepreneur if you want to support the military and their families so a lot of people thank me for my service and i'm very humbled by our grateful nation but i'll tell you the one that sacrifices the most in my family is my wife and military spouses what, what most people don't know about the military is that most military families are one-income families. It's because one of the s- sacrifices that spouses make is they sacrifice a career because we are constantly moving from location to oh, location. Yeah. I got it. I volunteered. We all volunteered. I'm not, you know, it, it is what it is. But a lot of military families turn to e-commerce as a way to supplement the family income. The problem is that current marketplaces are just oversaturated, and they nickel and dime their vendors. And our story kind of illustrates this point very well. So, so last year, so we're the parents of two small girls, and if anyone ever has a small girl or, or a niece, they'll know that the mama wants to dress their baby up in headbands, make them look cute and whatnot. And daddy wants to buy as many guns as he can possibly get his hands oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, yeah, I, I he's mean, already got it. Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, red blood American over here. Amen, baby. So... Um, either way, the headbands that the mom is going to buy from any kind of store or any, anyone, it, they're always one piece of fabric. They fall down the, the baby, the girl's head. looks like a cho- choking hazard. It's obviously a no-go for mama. So, she, so my wife was very creative and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to make releasable headbands. And so she started making them for our girls. They look, they look great. And she said, hey, you know what? I also want to contribute to the family income. We didn't have any aspirations of becoming rich off of it. But she's like, hey, if I can make an extra 100 or $200, you know, that, that, that helps out whether at holiday time, birthday time, I mean, even if it's dance recital time, I, you know. And so the problem was that when she went to Etsy and she searched for baby headbands, there's over 274,000 headbands on that site. Exactly. Holy so, crap. so, right. So it was very disappointing. We even thought we had a better mousetrap than everyone else. Mm-hmm. We used to even said, hey, we got a releasable headband. But how do you get noticed when the market's that? that right. Flooded. Uh, it was just insane. So obviously, I, I saw the look of despair in my wife's eyes, and I said, "Hey, you know, babe, it, it's just too bad you can't highlight the fact that you're a military spouse because I bet people would want to buy from you." Yeah, yep. absolutely. And that's really the genesis of Patriotic Online Marketplace. That's when the hard work began, and that's when we decided, "Hey, you know what? We need to have a dedicated marketplace for those who have served our country, are currently serving our country, and for their families, so they are allowed." To realize their dreams and bring their dreams to fruition. 
Well, and, and you talked about it. One of the things we talked when we met earlier is most people don't realize when you say one-income family, because a lot of people in the military, especially active duty, move regularly, there's no chance of rooting. There's no chance of that 20 years with the same law firm. It, it gets very, very limited. Um, and to have the opportunity for that spouse to contribute, I think, helps them to deal with the fact that um, the situation is what it is. And if anyone ever looks at what military personnel makes, it, it's horrible. We've talked about that a million times on our show. It's despicable. Um, yeah. It, it, it's almost... Well, how much do you guys make? I mean, what's going on? I feel like I can do what this guy does. <laughs> Any idiot can do what I do. I, trust me. Um, so the fact that there's an opportunity to highlight the, the crafts and whatever it be... Uh, for veterans' family, and, and you were saying, and we talked about too, some of the things that are on there are pretty magnificent. Woodworking items, it, it, it's yeah. The categories are endless. Yeah. So really, the, as far as the e-commerce is going, like essentially anything you buy. I mean, there are um, what I always say is like if you're going to invest in Pop USA, you're not investing in one entrepreneur, but you're investing in millions of entrepreneurs. You're not investing in one product or service, but you're investing in millions of products or services, some that haven't even been invented yet. And so at the core of it, Pomp USA breaks down the barriers to market entry, you know, for the military community. And it's, it, you also kind of hit on the point that, like, I love my wife very much. And her identity is consumed with being, she, want, she wants her own identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're very grateful for everything that the Army has provided. I mean, I've gotten to see Southwest Asia twice you know we're about a year long each it's been great <laughs> so uh, sure about that <laughs> well, marvelous yeah, so, yeah. but, but the, the spouse is the one who deals with the problems I, so I another thing I say is like so I volunteer for service and and I get it we're all volunteers so I'm not special or unique in any in any regards to that uh, we've got a lot of great men and women in, in uniform um but I'm telling you, like, it's pretty easy to shoot back at someone who's shooting at you. You could call it instinctive. No, uh, I had no qualms doing it. And, and, you know, as a ranger, I mean, you know, where I was in Iraq, ISIS controls now. Where I was in Afghanistan, Taliban controls now. So uh, we're both on, you know, just on small cops and stuff. So, um, but the one who has to deal with it, the one who has to, is left behind is the spouse. So... Uh, I, I just I don't know what else to say other than I love my wife and I want to give her the opportunity and I want to give all military spouses the opportunity to showcase the talents they have because Pomp USA will live and die by the quality of products and services offered by the military entrepreneur and I have made that bet and I've invested my life savings I've put my family in financial security <laughs> Because I know that this has to come to fruition. I know that we have to build Pomp USA to give everyone else the opportunity that they deserve. And it's a bet I'll make all damn day long, twice on Sunday. I am so proud to be part of the community, uh, proud to be, uh, you know, stand with the military community and everyone. That, and that includes the Grateful Nation. I mean, I can see it in people's eyes. And I know you're a veteran, Sean, so, you know, thank you. Um, but how we were... 
yeah? <laughs> the old timer up there. The old time, yeah. But I was smart enough to go in the Air Force. <laughs> yeah. so I think that people even consider the Air Force part of the military. Sometimes. Occasionally. I want to make a. I am that is just kidding, but Rangers lead the way. But yeah, I will. Thank you. This whole Pop USA thing made me think that you could have been on the Air Force. So we got. Smart Rangers and Tough Rangers. We we, we know <laughs> Rangers lead the way very well. Last year, uh, our guest was Chris Peranto, um, okay. who spent three days with us at Freedom Fest. Yeah. Uh, so we we very well learned that Rangers uh, lead the way. None of us really wanted to argue that way. Right. We will remind people <laughs> every day of it, regardless we, if you ask. We all kind of looked around and were like, yeah, you know what, Chris, you're right. I have no argument. Do you have an argument? Benghazi? Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, seriously, yeah. dude. How could I possibly argue that with you right now? I'm just going to look you in the face and be like, I don't know if they lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> 13 hours, you saw more action than I did at Desert Storm. <laughs> really, Chris, you were the only ranger on that detail. Did you really lead the way? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to pay somebody else yeah. to say it just to see what would happen, but exactly. nobody would take the bait. Shorts, huh? Um, <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, I, I really think what you're doing is amazing. Um, I really think that not only does it help benefit the families financially, but emotionally as well. Um, anyone that's ever been out of work for a short period of time, when you have a working ethic, knows how like demoralizing it is. If you ever get laid off, to, to be out of work, even for, I was laid off once for like three weeks. And by the second week, I was going out of my mind. Only three weeks? I, I, took a job that, I took a job that paid less than unemployment just so I could go back to work. No, you're absolutely right. So I, <laughs> I, I had to. I was going crazy. Well, right, because there's a loss of identity, and you know that yes. you, it, oh, it's boy. emotional, it's spiritual, oh, it's yeah. who you are. That's an understatement. Yeah. And um, absolutely, I mean, military spouses have so much. It's not just military spouses. I mean, we're, all, we're veterans as well. I mean, if you're a veteran-owned business, you, you know, come out. And it doesn't matter at what level of business, whether you're a home business or whether you're multi-million-dollar Get it. Establish, Do it. Expand you know. it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Grow your business. Use us. You know, we don't charge listing fees. We don't charge membership fees. That's awesome. We don't charge advertising fees for you to advertise your ad over someone else's. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Now, I'll just tell you, I'm a product of public education, so maybe I just don't get it. But the idea I look at it is... My, that's refreshing. <laughs> refreshing honesty. So, no, look at it. I mean, so the other marketplaces, they charge their vendors. I have no idea why they try to piss off their vendors. I, I don't get it. So I look at it as like, hey, if you're a man or woman who's raised your right hand to serve our country, especially in a time of war, you don't owe us 20 cents to list your item. You, don't owe, you can't pay us a dollar to advertise your, your product over someone else's. We won't take your money. And if you're a military spouse, you don't have to pay $40 a month to belong to our club. You're already part of the good guys. You're already part of the team. I mean, these are people that we want to drink a beer with. And hang out and yeah, celebrate. That I don't, then I'd rather drink a beer with them than nickel and dime them to get death. I mean, so I, I've never met a vendor that has a problem that we take 3% commission off of sales. But we want to show the value to those military entrepreneurs first. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Then, it's, yeah. it's like cops and soldiers all being sheepdogs. And if we can't take care of each other, then who are you going to take care of? Who will? Right. And who can? Well, and I think the amazing part about this is, too, is it shows you how many veterans not only serve abroad and their families deal with that, 
But then they also, it shows you the contribution they give when they come back and the businesses that they do create uh, and the spouses outside of it too and, and continue to grow. And, you know, whenever we think of veterans in this country, I think people think that when they walk out the door on their last tour, their last day, and they turn in all their uh, uh, ACUs or whatever, that that's it. It's right, it, forever. And, and, get it. and yeah. people forget that then they go in to start these great businesses. They make these. I mean, you go online right now and you search veteran-owned businesses. There's so many amazing ones out there. Everything from, like I said, really intricate and amazing just woodworking that you pay millions of dollars, you know, unbelievable right. amounts of money to for. Jewelry, to, to Fortune 500 companies and then back to, to jewelry. To sports drinks. Yes. To, and, and, yeah, clothing. I mean, there's, it's a wide range. So we're not... We don't want to limit what someone can sell. We just want to be selective on who does the selling. So does that include prostitution? <laughs> if it's legal in if that it's area, legal in that area, and it's a veteran-owned <laughs> business, so no. Okay, okay. Hey, so, so you right. do limit then. I apologize for bringing that up. <laughs> but yes, yes. So whatever our thing is, so we are in Vegas and been drinking. So you have to give us a break. You have to give us a break. I got it. It's a legit question. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, uh, <laughs> boy, Sean, he's I'm being certainly kind. not looking, but. Uh, <laughs> No, you're trying to post your services, aren't you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> if not looking at your offering, I mean, what's the uh, – the, uh, no, we actually bring up a good, really good point because people want to know, like, what is the decision-making process as far as what you can sell, you know? Right. And so the common sense answer in, in the, what we go with is anything you can buy in a, in a typical mall is what you can sell. Now, I have not delegated, delegated down the authority of – I have a prohibitive list. I've not delegated down uh, the responsibility to add to that list. I will review all businesses, but we absolutely want to make sure that it is still for the mainstream uh, yeah, Americans. Yeah. We don't want to turn people off. Because I want to say this, like, so, because what you're asking is actually, um, there's some finer detail into it. Yeah. And with, Look, and I was I was being I was being a little extreme, but in my point of view. But I'm saying like, if somebody wanted to go sell amateur home, you know, porn, whatever, or something, like that, or something right. and that's kind of where I was going with well, that by so, being so a little the, absurd in my, I'll, in my I'll statement. I'll a tough question right now yeah. to what is actually a little bit more applicable, mm-hmm. and what that is, say, let's say the Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. So eBay has said the Confederate flag cannot be sold on eBay. Correct. It's a battle flag of yes. Lee. Exactly. It's so history. I am from New York. Yeah. I went to the Virginia Military Institute. We had 10 cadets died on the field of, of money shoes in support of that Confederate flag. So I personally believe that the Confederate flag is a symbol of heritage, not hate. Absolutely. We will absolutely not tolerate anyone that discriminates anyone and they have any kind of racist store whatsoever. Mm-hmm. However, since I do not believe that the, the, the Confederate flag is a racist symbol and especially used properly and if people want to... And symbolize and show that heritage, because that fight for states' rights that a lot of people in the South really feel. Yep. The first time I ever heard of uh, the Battle of Northern or the War of Northern Aggression is when I moved from New York to Virginia, and I thought I was pretty good on history. Yeah, but it was like, the War of Northern Aggression. I was like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that one. So you, it depends on. Hold on, let me check the book. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's a different perspective, and absolutely will not tolerate anyone that uses it in a racial hatred manner whatsoever. Right. But if you want to know who's making those decisions, I'm not going to cave 
on good. Pu- on good public. For good for you. Opinion. Uh, yeah, good for you. Opinion. Well, and history is history. And the battle flag is ridiculous. It's history. It's the battle flag of Lee, and Lee was a West Point graduate who served because his state asked him to right. serve. We named a boomer after him. Right. For, I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Robert E. Lee was a, was, a, was a ballistic nuclear missile submarine that Lincoln served during the Cold War. Yeah, right up on the microphone, yeah. sorry. He chose to serve for the South only because of state's rights. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. And there was a, there, there was a lot of arguments there that was, uh, we can go back and forth, but at the end of the day, it was never a hatred flag. And we have a tendency to be so damn politically correct in this country. Or that sensitive. We, that, and sensitive that we deem these things that are hate items that aren't even close to mm-hmm. being hate items. They may not represent a history that you like. But we can't just erase history because somebody right. disagrees. Right. right. There's a lot of people that have misused a lot of even people have even misused pressure cookers. Of course. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Asking for yeah. The, That's Boston, a shock. Boston Marathon. So, right. Boston Marathon I didn't know bomber, right? Yeah. Cook methanol. I was referring more to the Boston bomber, but. But people, I mean, but you know what? People can misuse. But people can misuse anything. And let's be completely honest. I mean, somebody could have a mirror and hit somebody else with it. You're not using the mirrors the way it's intended. That's not true. It's an assault mirror, and we need to get rid of those. (laughs) Well, that's only when you put a scope, a detachable magazine, and a light. That's right. So we've gone on sort of different tangents. You know, the point is that Pomp USA is not about policy or politics. It's about people. Mm-hmm. And not the ordinary people either. I mean, these are the people that have uh, volunteered to serve our country. Okay, so is it pompusa.com? It is www.pompusa.org. Org. Dot org. Okay. Right. Yeah. And it's already been... It's right, totally different. P-O-M-P-U-S-A dot org. And we already got it out to our listeners. Yeah, and our chat room's already thrown it around as okay. well, so, so it's getting out there. Then let me also put a little caveat to the listeners before they crash my site. <laughs> that, so we just got out of development last week. I am currently beta testing the site now. I've already requested certain changes that need to happen, and it won't be till next week that I bring on vendors to sign up a store. So okay. I would, the only thing I would ask for your, for your Wait listeners a week. is... To wait a little bit, let me get, let me do a follow up interview, and say, hey, look, come on, patronize our store, we would love sign that. up a vendor. So one of the questions that one of your vendor, one of your listeners is going to have is, how do we verify all our vendors? We go through IDME. IDME is a company out of Washington D.C. that essentially gets discounts from large retailers for the military community. So even here, we're in. Um, Planet Hollywood, so even they're under the Caesars umbrella. So even if you go on Caesars.com and you see, hey, if you're a military member, get 10 or 15% off your room rate, whatever, that essentially is ID me. Uh, and it takes you to the site. You can do a really quick verification. Uh, verification. It's instant. It brings you back to the site as soon as it says. And it's safe. Off. Yeah, we we talked about this before. Oh, I've seen ID, yeah, security. I've seen ID ple- yeah. uh, ID me used in other places, and I've actually read research on it because I've had to log into other things with ID me, and I, I'm one of those people that I get a little weird when all of a sudden I'm on a third party site, yeah. and I've done the research. It's an extremely safe. Oh uh, yeah, site. absolutely. And if you're a military person, you should be using ID me anyways. I mean, you know, because it gets you discounts. I mean, UnderArmour.com. Oakley. Uh, yeah, Oakley. Oakley. Yeah, because yeah. yes. <laughs> thing is, so there's so many people they want to help out our community it is extremely i don't even know what else to say other than extremely humbling because it, you know i i don't i don't even know what to say i mean well um, we're, we're all humbled in you guys uh, uh those who the, your, your family sacrifices you guys sacrifice it and you know you like you said before it's easy to shoot back um 
But when you're the spouse who's home with the three kids or the two kids for a year by yourself, morning, noon, and night, there's no break, no relief. Um, and it, that is something, you know, I think gets greatly overlooked with the uh, community, the military community anyhow. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it's definitely twofold for a lot of people. There, There's enough people out there who recognize the sacrifice on both parties. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's definitely one of those things that I, I think the nation, by and large, no matter what they agree or disagree with as far as uh, um, conflicts or wars, I think 85% of the people, um, and, and I'm being legit, there's probably 15% out of there who are scumbags, but there's probably about 85 and I can say that's my show, 85% uh, of the country actually understands the sacrifice despite where they stand on anything. And I would say probably 40% of that understand how deep that sacrifice goes when it starts affecting family. Right. And that's just a number I've made up in my head. But it's you're, just from talking to you're, people. You're going to say scumbags. I'm going to say assholes. All right. I, I'm good with assholes, too. Yeah, because it's my show, too, so we can say whatever the hell No, it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you want to tell them to screw, we can tell them to screw. We can do that. Um, and we do. We're, we're drinking awesome. whiskey on our show, for God's sakes, in the middle right. of it. This is Cheers, the best. Yeah, this is one of the the best shows. This is one of the. This is, this is one of. A, so this is one of our more tame shows. Just yeah. so you know, yeah. tomorrow night. So uh, tomorrow night after eight. Tomorrow uh, night's going to be open mic, and there's going to be even more whiskey flowing. So feel free to come on by. Uh, and uh, that's we. We. This is kind of a. This is going to. We usually do this on Saturday nights. Usually, at Freedom but, Fest. Yeah, but, but this that, year we've had so many. Pe- we've had so many people kind of come up and ask about it on that, Friday night. That that yeah. we're going to do it Friday night. Yeah. It, yeah. So, yeah. I, we will put it out as well. To yeah, bring the community. bottle Perfect. and hang out. Bring the bottle, bring come hang out. Bring yourself something, bring yourself some booze, because yep. I don't know if we can... Uh, no, right, we'll bring our own. We already we'll killed a bottle of Jameson tonight. That was, that was so, an hour and a half uh, right yeah. there, so... Right. Oh, my gosh. Um, like and, oh, boy, oh, my gosh. So, oh Sean... Oh, my gosh. We have five minutes. We Sean, when, when are they being interviewed tomorrow? Um, I, are, I, are they going live? They are. I haven't actually put that in the book yet, because we had to talk. Okay. But everyone will know. I'll put okay. it out there. Got it. Um Websites pompusa.org. Social media yet? Yes, we're up on all the social media. My wife's actually handling all of that. So, so uh, in, in addition to being a, a homemaker, being with our two kids, she's also doing that. I mean, that's how amazing it is. And look out, yeah, look at our Facebook, look at our Pinterest, look at our. Um, what other social media? Twitter. The, the Twitter. LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, it was on one of those Instagram. things like I would have done with my uh, wife, and I'm like, hey, honey, I just brought on this really big project, and I need you to do half of that for me. That'd be great. All right, go get him, killer. Well, well, I'll tell you what, though. You know what? The, the team consists of more than just me and my wife. The team also consists of a lot of military spouses, a lot of transitioning military officers. So we've got – I mean, rest assured that the, the Pomp USA isn't just what you're looking at. I, I, I know I've got a – pretty good radio face but the, <laughs> yeah. um, I was actually going to remark on how excellent it is and it also shows you <laughs> but it also shows you the love of a spouse right I mean really that's love yeah, check us out on all the social media it's pompusa.org you know use a search engine google bang and patriotic online marketplace or I mean, you can even shorten it. We're still showing up on a lot of the search engines. Awesome. Um, and just check us out. Send well, us a message. We'll get back to you. We'll, we'll re- we're really happy that you could join us. Really happy we could have a drink with you. Um, that, make, that, cool. that definitely makes our night. And then tomorrow we'll have a little bit more formal interview. And then tomorrow night we'll get hammered. Uh, <laughs> shattered. <laughs> shattered. Absolutely shattered where I come from. 
Hey, folks, that's going to be it for the Sackheads Radio Show live on the SHR <laughs> so Media much. Network. Join us starting so tomorrow. Much for a round table wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Join us tomorrow. Much rather have these guys on anyway. Absolutely. I mean, have you seen the professor? Join us tomorrow morning <laughs> as we pick up with more interviews live from Freedom Fest 2016 right here on the SHR Media Network. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. The best late night conservative talk show in America. That is radio. And listen, there are no people better on the air to give you the best in conservative talk than Sackhead Sean and Sackhead Clan. Uh, and uh, we're working on immigration papers for a certain other guy who happens to work here, too. <laughs> for those who are tuning in around the world to the best in late-night conservative talk, Tack is Radio. Tack, 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 dude. Tack, 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 dude. Radio. Tack, 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 dude. Tack, 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 dude. Radio.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.